Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's 10.08. WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Glad to be back with you after a vacation. Thanks so much to uh, Reese on the radio for filling in. He's got quite a career, and I was quite impressed that uh, TSC was able to get him to fill in. I know he filled in one week, I think, for, for Todd, two weeks for me. So I really appreciate Reese and looking forward to connecting with him. Um, you know, big concerns about, at least there's talk of big concerns, and I think some of it's rumor-mongering, um, about food shortages that are going to be hitting us later this year. Well, you know, part of that is is based on the fact that there's a lot of grain, millions of tons of grain that have been landlocked uh, in Ukraine, unable to, to be moved out of there. And so uh, just, I guess, Friday... Um, the Russians signed some kind of a accord, a, a treaty, uh, to allow uh, grain to be uh, exported out of of Ukraine. It has to be done on ships. And then one day later, one day after they agreed to this, they did a a rocket attack on Odessa, which is the main uh, the main Black Sea port uh, for for Ukraine. So I mean, you, you can't trust these guys at all. They're just so. They're just so whacked. Um, joining us now, long military career, 30 years in military, most of the time Special Forces, West Point graduate, Pentagon, currently working with uh, the Heritage Foundation, our regular Monday military guest, uh, Mr. Steve Bucci. Steve, welcome back. Oh, it's good to be back on the show, Pastor. I hope you had a restful vacation. It was, it was, yeah. So what do you, what do you think about these Russians, right? Make an agreement on Friday, and on Saturday you you, you you shoot missiles into the very place that you're supposed to be take, lay, lay, going light on so they can ship millions of tons of grain. Well, it's, uh, you know, their whole attitude is, is just baffling to anyone who thinks you're supposed to actually follow the rules and conventions of the international community uh, because they're just doing whatever they darn well please. The whole invasion has been illegal. Uh, and completely unjustified, uh, and now you have them sign the deal, and then the next day not only do they hit targets uh, in the area, but then the foreign minister, Mr. Lavrov, comes on and says, well, you know, we actually need a lot more land than what we've already taken, so we're going to be continuing operations until we get what we deserve. And, you know, come on, who is he talking to? The, yeah. the world is not 
the, the deceived Russian people. Mm-hmm. But they continue to, to be two-faced. They continue to lie. They continue to connive. Uh, and if the world doesn't hold them accountable, they'll just keep doing it because they're getting away with it. Well, I guess the, the concern that I have, one of the concerns that I have, and, you know, I've been very, very outspoken against this war, having uh, family. Uh, I'm, I, I'm guessing family. My, my grandmother was born in Ukraine. Um, and, and just despising Russia the way that I do and, and, and wanting people to be free. Uh, one of my concerns is what, what else can we do that we haven't done? I mean, it's, it's been going on now for months and months and months, and we've poured, you know, billions of dollars into it. Other countries have put money and in, in weapons into it. Uh, and the Russians aren't aren't backing off. I mean, I, what what else do we need to do to uh, to discourage uh, you know Putin from continuing this? Well, I, you know, I I realize for for a lot of folks they think, you know, my gosh, we've been doing this for a month. This is you know, it's if it's not going to work, we should just give up. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, wars don't work that fast. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I hate to sound hard with people. But this is a difficult thing. Russia is a country. It has a big military. Uh, it's turned out not to be the most skillful military in the world and mm. a lot less competent than we thought. But there's a lot of them, and they have a lot of equipment and a lot of capabilities. It's going to take a little while to push them back out of the country of Ukraine. The Ukrainian military and people have done a heck of a job thus far. If mm-hmm. you think about it, oh, they have, yeah, uh, and and you know, to to suddenly have the world go, oh, gee, they're, they're just not going fast enough for our taste. Maybe we should just bag the whole thing. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm, of, I'm I'm not suggesting I'm that not, at all. I'm still. not accusing you of that, Pastor. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just saying that seems to be where the conversation with a lot yeah. of people are going. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, we've been supporting them for a couple of months and haven't done what they should have done. So. I guess it's all been a waste of time. I know Americans are impatient people, but yeah, for come sure. on, give me a break. It, uh, uh, it's going to take some patience. It's going to take some continued support of these people who are fighting themselves. They're not asking anybody else to come in and fight for them. Uh, they are asking people to give them the material capability to fight for themselves and for their homeland I think we just need to be a little more patient and steady with the support. Uh, and and I believe it will have the positive effect that we're all praying for. Well, and, and I hope it will, Steve. I guess I guess my, I miss I, maybe I didn't ask the question properly. It's it's not that I think it's not that I think that certainly people in Europe are, you know, they're as fickle as anybody, you know, here. They're friends today and friends not tomorrow. But I'm just saying with with what we have done. And what we have uh, uh, supplied in terms of weapon systems, um, is there is there anything else that we could do or should do? Is there is there something that we can do that that will will set them back on their heels? And they'll say, "Huh, I, maybe, I, maybe maybe we should not rethink this invasion." You know, is there is there something that we haven't done yet in terms of a weapon system? Is there something we could do? That would be a, a you know kind of a game changer, often used phrase, a game changer for for Ukraine. Uh, I think we could uh, get them the aircraft that they've been asking for. 
again, they're not asking for, you know, F-35s, you know, our frontline aircraft. They're asking for aircraft they already know how to fly that is available or are available sitting on runways and in hangars in various NATO countries that they don't use anymore. Right. We need to find a way to get those aircraft to Ukraine, allow their pilots to jump in the cockpits, fuel them up, and go and put a hurt on on the Russians in their country. Mm-hmm. We could also give them additional long-range, multiple rocket launcher capabilities that would take the war to the Russians. Right now, the Russians have a huge advantage in long-range artillery, both you know conventional artillery and rocket artillery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're not talking ICBMs here. We're talking about tactical weapon systems, but the long-range version of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can provide those between us and our other NATO allies without a big, you know, hurt on our own capabilities. Uh, And that would allow the Ukrainian military to take the fight to the Russian forces in a much more effective way. Uh, Will it cost them more money? Yeah, those are expensive systems, but they're not, it's not like we're giving them nuclear aircraft carriers or anything like that. Right. Uh, It's, but it's, you know, there are some people who think if you can't get it on the cheap, then you shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. And, you know, this is a, a full-scale, large, conventional conflict going on, and those are expensive. They, mm-hmm. they take a lot of equipment, a lot of munitions. They're very high intensity, so they burn through uh, that, that, those ammunition stockpiles very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even if you use it very judiciously, it takes a lot of boom to make the bad guys move. <laughs> uh, and that's what the Ukrainians are in the process of doing. And if we leave them hanging, you know, the Russians are, are not just going to be satisfied to take what they already have. They're going to go grab more mm-hmm. once they get the impression the Ukrainians are back on their heels. It's up to us to keep them moving forward uh, in the interests of all the sovereignty in Europe and around the world, sure. not just in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a laugh. Uh, while we were on vacation, we went and saw the new Top Gun movie. And um, it was kind of funny at the end. I don't want to be a spoiler for anybody. Kind of at the end, but as it turned out, they found an old an old jet. And I think it was an F-14 Tomcat that they found at a hangar. Yep. And, you know, that, that plane's been retired for at least, I don't know what, 12, 12 15 years, whatever it's been. And, uh, and, and so they were able to get the, the Tomcat fired up. And then, which was the original plane that they were flying in the original uh, Top Gun movies back in the day. And I have pictures of that with this, like, is this what they're asking for? They're asking for these old Soviet-style MiG planes that are, that are in hangars in, in farms somewhere in Poland. And, I mean, I, I, where, where are these things coming from, I wonder? These, these, uh, no, these jets you, you are restaurants. exactly right. Uh, there may not be an, on a farm, but they're at some you know, the far end of a Polish airfield or a Slovakian airfield. Uh, and and the, those countries are not using them anymore. Yeah. They haven't scrapped them, but they're they're sort of just standing by, you know, wondering what the heck are we going to do with these? Mm-hmm. And uh, and now we have a country who have the trained pilots. That That's what the Ukrainians fly. Yep. They're effective in this kind of warfare. 
might not be that great in air-to-air combat against, you know, an F-35, mm-hmm. but they can put ordnance on the Russian forces that are on the ground in Ukraine in a very meaningful way. We just need to get them to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they've been asking for a long time. We're, we've been reticent to do it. I mean, we're, we're, we're given other things. I, I don't know what the, the big problem is. Um, it, it's not like... Uh, as you say, I mean, they're not. It's not that they've they've abandoned them. But they're not using them. I I can't see what the problem would be of getting them back into order and 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 handing them off. Particularly, particularly if that's what uh, the Ukrainians think will help them in their in in their fight. Anything else going on? We got a lot of saber rattling about China and Nancy Pelosi supposed to be going on a trip to to Taiwan and China says you know we'll pay some penalty. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to shoot Pelosi down, but. Uh, we, of course, don't want that, but what do you, what's your understanding of all that? Is this just China being China, or are they serious that they're, they're upset that Nancy Pelosi would go to Taiwan? Well, the Chinese, remember, want the whole world to sit down, shut up, and do what they're told. Yeah. Because the Chinese government really believes that China is the center of the world. That's why they call themselves the Middle Kingdom. Mm. Uh, and... They really believe that the last 500 years or so of history have just been a massive mistake and aberration and that they are in the process now of returning the world to its proper equilibrium with them telling everybody else what to do. Mm -hmm. So when something happens like the Speaker of our House visits Taiwan, which just by her presence as a senior government official – uh, gives a a huge shot of uh, um, viability to that government and mm-hmm, legitimacy mm-hmm. to that government. Sure, that kicks the Chinese off, mm-hmm. and they they will do they'll stomp their feet. They're not going to shoot at Nancy Pelosi. They don't want to <laughs> get in a big war with the United States over right. that. For goodness' sake, mm-hmm. that would be a political assassination, uh, and they know they would pay a horrendous price for doing something like that. Uh, But they are going to make all the noise they can and hopefully scare enough people to say, oh, gosh, well, maybe we should cancel this. It's not really worth it upsetting Mr. Xi that much. That's baloney. We cannot let these countries dictate to the United States of America or really any country how we conduct our foreign policy. Right. That's, right. They don't. We don't dictate to them who they go to talk to. Uh, how do they think they can dictate to us who we go to talk to? Well, it's just this 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 arrogance, this international arrogance. Whether it's China or Iraq, thinking Russia, thinking that they they have like they're the they're the only voice that matters. I guess I I, I think sometimes I think they believe it, but uh, we're 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 right. I think to push back against it. Yeah, you can't you can't cave to it, right? You cannot. All right. Hey, uh, Steve, great to talk with you. Thank you for, uh, for coming back and uh, being on the program. I enjoy it. I know the folks enjoy it. Thank you so much. Have a great week. You as well, Pastor. Take care and have a great week. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. Take your calls. Second half of the Amen list. A little shout out. Got some other things to talk about today on the Monday edition of the Wilmarotti Show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, uh, 1025. Let me give a, a shout-out the second half of the amen list uh, while I'm here. 
let's see. Let's see. We'll start. Aaron, Aaron B., uh, Patrick H., first time for Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Donna T., J.R., Tom B., Stephen C., Rudy from Florida, WBD. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, Carol L., Tanya F., Gene uh, R., Randy, uh, Virginia W., Alex D., Lori M., Lynn B., Chris P., thank you, Chris, for your well wishes. Uh, Christina I., Patricia W., Monica M., Philip M., William M., Bill F., uh, Simon L., Kevin S., Mick C., and Veronica. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, your amen support. We appreciate that very much. Um, good to be back. Nice to know you guys are, are appreciative of that. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Plainville and Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? How was your vacation? It was good. It was good. Yeah, the guy that filled in, I got to say, I called a couple times. Pretty knowledgeable guy. He is. But, um, He's great. Yeah, what I wanted to talk about was the last guy you had on. And this isn't just directed at, like, your conversation, but a lot of the politicians and a lot of the uh, people I see talking on TV about the war in Ukraine, when they talk about the Jets, how we've had, you know, they've needed the Jets, they've requested them. My big question, and I had this for you back in, I think, April. Okay. Why isn't Poland and the NATO countries giving this stuff over? Do you remember when I called you and said they want us to do it? They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it, but they're looking for us to backfill. That's and the problem. That's the first thing. So, number one, why should we do it if they don't? And the okay. second thing, I want to see proof. What information they have that Russia is going to go through Ukraine and then continue on. Because everything I know from history, they want Ukraine for one particular reason now all the rest nato can defend themselves but there's a reason why they want them because it was a big portion of russia and number two for all these people that talk about you know helping the poor ukrainians there is a reason why they are not part of nato and why they had a difficult time having trust from around the world with how corrupt they were for decades yeah no no one's saying they require boys we know that we know there's a there's a history there, but the fact of the matter is there's a lot of people, innocent people that are being killed, people who want to be free. You know, they came out of a, of a horrible, horrible Soviet bloc. They're just horrible people, horrible way of doing business. You don't change a country like that quickly. You know, they, they maybe were set free because the Soviet Union broke up, but they still had the same habits of corruption, the same habits of dishonesty. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. See the same political hacks that went on. I mean, they were the same. It takes time for people to come out of that and countries to come out of that. 
See, I disagree with that. I think if you break off from a country like us, our country is divided right now because you have half that wants to tell you what to do and how to live and half that doesn't. Mm -hmm. There's no reason the Ukrainian government couldn't have went off in a different direction. And and largely did. And they're not 100% corrupt. I mean, a lot of a lot of things that happened were good things that reforms that took place in Ukraine, but they didn't they didn't get there all the way. They didn't get there all the way. The last thing I'll leave it on is I know you said there's a lot of innocent people that are dying. I feel horrible for anybody in any part of the world that's suffering. But the last thing I would say, look at our country. I don't want to sound cold, but until we get our stuff situated, I don't think we should be sending any money anywhere because we've got enough issues here. We've got vets that have all kinds of problems. We've got crime rampant in our country. We've got illegals coming through. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same problem. The same people responsible for Ukraine, Brian, are the same people responsible for high crime rates. Same people. We could have avoided Ukraine. We didn't have to abandon Bagram Air Force Base. We could have left that up and running. We could have controlled that. That would never. Ukraine would just so many ways that Ukraine could have been avoided by the Biden administration, and they did nothing. And the same thing is with crime. We don't need to be having these high crime rates, but every single the top 12 cities in America that have high crime rates are controlled by Democrats and have been for decades. Well, the Bagram Air Force Base, that I talked to a kid. I think I told you this after um, it happened when they left Afghanistan. He said that that Bagram Air Force Base was so secure, they could have got everybody out of there fine. Yeah. Now, the second thing... He said, based on, I forgot the number, 108 or 118 military bases we have on foreign soil or Mm. like American type of soil. Mm. I think Bagram should have stayed. But can you answer me why we need 100 plus military bases around the world that we're financing in a nuclear world now? I don't don't know that we do, Brian. I couldn't even speak intelligently today. Hey, listen, I got to go for the news. Thanks for your call. I appreciate it. Hey, we'll be right back. Stay with us. I mentioned this before the break, uh, before uh, Steve Bucci on. Uh, Jonathan Turley, who's an attorney, a contributor to, uh, to Fox, uh, is calling for uh, an immediate special counsel appointment for Hunter Biden investigation. And uh, it's a lengthy article here on Hot Air. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But uh, the, the, the facts, as, as they've come out numerous times via email, when his father became vice president, Hunter and his uncle, Uncle Jim, allegedly cashed in on a long line of foreign entities seeking influence with his father. Millions and millions were given to Hunter, even though, as he has acknowledged, he was a crack addict and an alcoholic at the time, drinking a quart of vodka a day, which is absolutely debilitating, and smoking crack around the clock. Hunter's debaucheries and dealings became public knowledge thanks to his laptop being abandoned at a repair shop. Timing was right again. It happened just before the 2020 election. Media imposed a virtual blackout on it. 51 intelligence experts wrote that it was Russian disinformation. U.S. Attorney Dick Weiss promoting Hunter's dealings under the appointment of then-Attorney General William Barr suspended a grand jury investigation for months to avoid accusations during the election. Does anyone really think Merrick Garland's DOJ is going to indict Hunter Biden? The workings of the grand jury are supposed to be secret. Reported the grand jury has looked into possibility of criminal charges for influence, alleged influence peddling with foreign contracts in China, Russia, Ukraine, other countries. Hunter was very successful cashing in on his father's position in government. 
For example, Biden has clearly lied on federal forms to acquire a gun permit, denying drug use. He's also appeared to have violated the Foreign Agents Registry Act. There's obvious tax charges that brought to bear. I mean, there's so many problems here. here. Here's the biggest problem. And this is why Turley is smart to call for this special investigate, uh, special counsel. And this is why Republicans should be screaming this from the rooftops. The ones that have any, any guts. If law enforcement offers, the Justice Department offers a plea agreement to Biden, Hunter, on lesser charges, some, some charge, and he takes the plea agreement, the Justice Department is then obligated to lock down the evidence. Can't talk about it. Can't release it. No one has access to it. And so Hunter might go to jail for a year somewhere in a, in a resort prison, and we'll never get the truth out. So before that happens, Jonathan Turley is absolutely correct and brilliant in saying that now a special counsel should be appointed. But who will do that, right? Who will do that? Nobody will do that. So I I don't know what power, what influence Republicans in Congress have over that. But, um, man, I'd love to see it happen just so that we could get to the bottom of this thing. There's no, Biden's not up for election now. This, this is not a presidential election, so this doesn't, has, this has no, no way of affecting the outcome necessarily of, of, of a presidential election. He's not on the ballot, not running right now. I feel like it should happen, but we'll see. Uh, 860-522-9842. Let's go to George in St. Louis. Hey, George. Hi, Pastor Will. Welcome back. Hope Thank you're you. Hope you're all refreshed. Feeling great. What's um, on your mind? Say, I'd like to talk about November elections. Uh, I, I got a question. Why would anyone elect a political party that has placed you under attack for the last 20 months, shown no administrative abilities <laughs> to handle government, and forced you uh, to, to buy an electric car, which is a piece of junk, mm-hmm. uh, uh, go right on down the line, has just, uh, done, you know, as far as Afghanistan and, and foreign policy goes, has, has really wrecked things, wrecked the economy, uh, caused inflation um, to 40-year highs. Why would you elect any political party that has placed you under attack for the last 20 months? Well, who who would? That's the guy. Guess that's the question. I mean, you're not going to. I'm not going to. We're gonna we're gonna elect people we think are better for us, but you've got a certain percentage. It's the committed, you know, the committed extreme on both sides. You're gonna get twenty, thirty percent of people who are gonna willingly and happily vote for Democrats. And and you know, throw in they they demonize the police, so they they uh, they uh, compromise your your. Uh, your security, sure. you know, in, in your home. Sure. I, I, there, there's, there's several other things that, you know, why would you, why would you elect a political party that has made a mess of things? 
Well, it's the same reason people went along with, with, with uh, you know, I, I don't know, pick, pick a dictator, Hitler. Why, why did the German people go along with that? Why did, why, did, why did they not see that was going on was horrible and was evil and was wicked, and, and they just kept going along with it, right? Why? Because well, you know, people are followers. Throw in one last thing I don't understand. Why is the media backing the Democrat Party? Why, oh, does, why, does, why does the nightly news back uh, uh, the shambles that, that, that's been made of, of your life? Modern fascism, George, modern fascism. You've got the politics, political machine. You've got the education system, and you've got the media all working together in tandem to to put out the same message, the same communication, to get people confused, misinformation. I mean, it's it's modern-day fascism at its best. But but I'm just just baffled. I I don't understand I don't understand the 30% that think that Biden is doing a good job. I know. What what would we have to do to show you guys that he's not? What would have to happen to show you guys that Biden's doing a horrible job and doesn't belong? I I don't know. It's a great question, George. I don't know. It, you got to feel sorry for those people. I mean, they, how 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 delusional can you possibly be to think Biden's well, doing a good job? You know. Also, if if you expect to get get you know have a government uh, where where you're paid all of the time, you know, I'm talking about you know, you know welfare and food stamps and go on and on. If you're ex, if you're expecting payment from the government, uh, at, at what point? Does this all run out? Do you real? Will you realize finally that you're? Um, it's all a big fraud. But but that that's the whole thing, George. You're assuming the people that are on the dole, that are that are riding the wagon versus pulling the wagon. You, you're you're giving them credit for being able to do critical thinking and and rationalize rationalize uh, reasonable thinking right they don't they don't even think they, they don't think it's possible this is going to run out this is this is it's government money we just you know we just tax the evil 1% we just keep taxing them so they don't they don't think it's going to run out they just keep think that they're they're going to continue getting their free phones george thank you for your call um i want to i want to just jump oh and lori l thank you for a, la- uh, a recent amen as you were driving to your meeting appreciate that very much um Shows that are going to be canceled and renewed in 2022. Now, some of these shows I haven't even heard of. Some I have. Here's one that got, got, got canceled, Stranger Things. Have you heard of Stranger Things? I, I have. I've not, not, not really watched it, but maybe maybe once or twice. I don't know. Uh, if, if They're going to cancel the show after four seasons. Salary, uh, salary expense that they'll save is uh, $250,000 per episode, low budget. Uh, this is us, a show that I never understood, watched it, never made any sense to me. They're canceling that salary savings per episode, $250,000. Number three, Grey's Anatomy, been on for 18 seasons, watched it a lot. That's being renewed, uh, at a cost of $2 million per episode for the total production cost, <laughs> 2 million. Blue Bloods, that's with, uh, Tom Selleck. As the uh, commissioner of the New York Police Department, and uh, that's being renewed after 12 seasons. The Crown, I've never seen, have no idea what it is. It's a Netflix series that's being renewed after four seasons. Bridgerton, again, totally, I've never seen it. Don't even know what, never even heard it until I read it in there. 
after two seasons, that's being renewed. Uh, the uh, the doc the exciting uh, CBS series SEAL Team, that's being renewed after uh, five episodes. Cost the, there for salary is four hundred thousand per episode. Ozark. Don't know what that is. Didn't watch it. A Netflix thing. Uh, four season canceled. Nine million per episode they're spent on that place. Unbelievable. Now this is a, this was a, a very successful spinoff from uh, NCIS. NCIS Los Angeles uh, being renewed. Thirteen seasons. Uh, episode salary just for the cast. Salary nine hundred fifty thousand per episode. Very uh, very very uh, a good show. And then FBI, another uh, another CBS winner, uh, being re- renewed after four seasons. Total production cost is five million per episode. So there's some some of it maybe your favorite, some not so much. Being renewed, being canceled, and um, and that's that's the show. All right, we're gonna take a break. A uh, couple commercials. Come back. We'll fit in some last calls. Last calls of the of the day here. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Uh, what do you think about the, the suggestion I made earlier about the, the book that we, we pick a book at the end of a month, we all read it together, or many of us read it together and kind of have a discussion at times about it. I'd like to do it. I think people need to read more. I really do. And, uh, and I think we should join. I think it should be The Silent Invasion by Dr. Deborah Burks, who's basically admitted in the book that she and Fauci made up a lot of the information as they went along. So uh, we'll talk about that and other things. We've got time for calls. Don't wait till last minute. Call in now, 860-522-9842. We'll be right back on the Monday edition of the Will Roddy Show. Stay with us. All right, welcome back, 1052. Now, over the years, a lot of, uh, a lot of great events at the Excel Center. And uh, uh, many of you, I, I, I have not, many of you have enjoyed the Cirque du Soleil uh, over the years. And uh, they're going to be back at the Excel Center on the 15th of December. Through the 18th of December, 15th to the 18th, and uh, tickets are on sale for that at the xlcenter.com website. Also, um, <laughs> I guess this is her effort. You know, a lot of a lot of you remember and maybe enjoyed Pat Benatar. Um, she has uh, said that she's going to con- discontinue singing one of her hit songs following a rise in gun violence. Yes, you guessed it. Hit me with your best shot. Now, I that song, I always thought of that song was like, you know, hit me with your best shot maybe verbally or, you know, if, I don't know, if you were boxing or something. But I never thought of that. I never thought of that song relating to guns. Never thought of it. But Pat Benatar apparently did and wants to, you know, make her contribution to make the world a safer place. So she tells USA Today she won't be performing Hit Me With Your Best Shot uh, any longer because of, of increased gun violence. I mean, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what these people are thinking. It's craziness. But that's that's the way it is. Hey, now here's a story that I, I don't understand. You know, I, I have been in the past critical of Eversource. And and what at times seems to be their inability to restore power after snow slash ice storms. You remember 
a couple of years ago, I remember a couple of years ago, we, we were out of power at our church property for like 14 days. And thank goodness we were able to generate power and, you know, still continue. But, I mean, it was a long, long stretch of time, 14 days being out of power. And um, part of the problem is that, you know, you've got lines that are exposed to trees and tree limbs and, you know, stuff falling down. And So here in Redding, apparently, they want to... Uh, Eversource wanted to clear trees and some of them on private property to be able to uh, put lines underground. I'm all in favor of it. More underground cables you have, the better you are. You're not gonna they're not gonna get knocked over by trees and ice storms. If they had thought about it originally, you should have put them all underground. Over the past five years, a collective total of 4.9 million minutes have gone by without power in Eversource areas, says an Eversource spokesperson. So they want to cut these trees down. Well, you know, people in Reading, forget about it. Can't cut the trees down. Nope, won't do it. So what? What? what you're okay with having long-term power outages, people in Reading? I, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. But anyway, that's so not in my backyard. <laughs> my trees, my you know, my choice, whatever. Um <laughs> you're just not gonna we're not gonna let I mean I think it's a good idea. I, I mean, you know, sacrifice some trees for the sake of keeping people powered up. I think it's a great idea, but apparently not so much. All right, here we go. Let's see. Let's let's take one more call. Uh, here on Monday. Let's go to Mark in Windsor. Mark, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. You know, for, the, for the longest, uh, I've been calling in and I've expressed my concerns with Joe Biden and his family. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest problem, our, our, our guest that was on earlier, uh, the military guy, mm-hmm. uh, Steve. Don't yeah. be offended, I forget his name. Steve uh, Bucci. Listen. Okay. Yes, Bucci. I like him. I do too. However, I think that even he is missing the, the uh, fact that how corrupt Biden is and the Biden family, and not just Biden, but the people who put him in office. Yeah. And that is the real hang-up, that, that they are not, they're allowing Russia to take over Ukraine, and they're only, and I've said this, they're only posturing with weak efforts to appear that they're mm. supporting Ukraine. Yes, yes. I, th- I think you're right, Mark. I think and, we, and, we, I, and I, who I've doesn't said that know? in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you, and um and I I think it's important to look at the influence. And there's been articles written in the National Pulse and in the Epoch Times where they've illustrated how China has romanced and sponsored the American media outlets the various media outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bidens are very close with Carlos Slim, who mm-hmm. is the owner mm-hmm. of the New York Times. Mm-hmm. So now you might say, hmm, oh, no wonder New York Times suppressed the Joe, um, the Joe <laughs> Biden, Hunter Biden story. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. China is very aligned with Russia and Iran. 
and they own the Biden family. Yeah. There is no effort to suppress this Ukrainian war. Yeah. And uh, I think that many um, long-term career politicians and even military people mm-hmm. are not seeing all of those big pictures. Even the influx, the recent influx of uh, fentanyl, that mm-hmm. huge, mm-hmm. huge amount of fentanyl that is mm-hmm. poured into this country. There's no way you can't tell me that's not purposeful and it has the help of our federal government, the Biden administration. No, I, I, I wouldn't argue with you, Mark. I, I don't know what the truth is, but I wouldn't argue with you because I think you're right. I think we're way too light on the thing. I think we could. Yeah. And that's why I, I asked Steve. I said, Steve, what, what is there a game changer? Is there one thing we could do to change this, right? Uh, well, yeah, we can give them the Jets and stuff, but I, I think there's more. I think there's more. Mark, on that note, going to let Have you go. Last one. call. Thank you so much. Appreciate you so much. Guys, thank you. We're out of time. Thank you for your calls, for your amen support, your emails of, of love and care. Thank you so much. I'm serious. I do mean that. I appreciate it. And uh, I want you guys to have a great day. you get a little nasty weather this afternoon, potentially, so be careful. Be careful when you're out there. And uh, God bless you guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.